Welcome to Words of Encouragement Devotional by Adrian Ramey. How are you doing? I hope you're having a good day today. But before we get started, let's pray and ask God to stir our hearts for today's podcast. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray who's ever listening to this podcast right now. I pray, Lord, that you just be with them, God, right now. Stir their hearts for today's podcast. Let them take today's podcast, apply it to the life, and grow in their relationship with you, Father. Lord, we thank you for the blessings day that you've given us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Well, welcome to our podcast today. Today, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to talk about the third person in the book of Job, one of Job's friends, Zopar, is who we're going to talk about today. And we're going to be in Job chapter 11. In our next podcast, we're going to go ahead and just finish up Job. I'm going to go ahead and go to just paraphrase the rest of it. And I'm going to tell you what happened to Job as he was faithful to God at the end and everything. And that's going to be our next podcast. And then we'll end the book of Job like that. And then we'll go back and um, I'll do some topical uh, podcasts here on out and everything like that. We'll, we'll, we'll bring back the series, What the Bible Says About. And then I'll do some topical uh, podcasts and things like that. So, well, I appreciate you being patient with me and going through the, you know, going through these things of the book of Job with me here. And I know it's been spread out over this little bit of time here and, and everything. And I appreciate you being faithful and listening and everything. And thank you for joining us today. Today we're going to be in Job chapter 11. I'm in the New King James Version Bible, so I just want to let you be aware if where I'm reading it's not lining up with your word I'm reading out the new King James version but let's go ahead and let's read and we're going to talk about Zopar another friend of Job's the three guys that come visit Job and everything so now he is speaking about what Job is going through let's see what the word says then Zophar the Nanamite answered and said should not the multitude of words he be answered and should a man full of talk be vindicated should your enemy take Talk, make, make men hold their peace. And when you mock, should no one rebuke you? For you have said, my doctrine is pure, and I am clean in your eyes. Oh, that God would speak and open his lips against you, that he would show you the secrets of wisdom. For they would, that for they would double your prelude, your prudence. Know therefore that God exacts, exacts from you less than your iniquity deserves. Can you search out the deep things of God? Can you find out the limits of the Almighty? They are higher than heaven. What can you do? Deeper than Shalom, what can you know? Their measure is longer than the earth and broader than the sea. If he pass by imprisonments and gathers to judgment, then he then who can hinder him? For he knows deceitful men, he see he sees wickedness also. Will he not will he not then consider it? For an empty-handed man will be wise when a wild donkey's colt is born a man. If you will prepare your heart and stretch out your hands toward him, if iniquity were in your hand and you put it in, put it far away, far away, and would not let the wickedness dwell in your tents, then surely you can lift up your face without spot. Yes, you can be steadfast and not fear, because you would not, because you would forget your misery, and remember is waters that has passed away, and your life, and your life would be brighter than noonday. Though you were dark, you would be like the morning, and you would be secure because there is hope. 
Yes, you would dig around you and take your rest in safety. You would also lie down and no one would make you afraid. Yes, many would count your favor. But the eyes of the wicked will fall and they shall not escape and their hope loss of life. Now I want to give you a little bit about who Zopar was. Zopar, the Nanamite, he might have been from Arabia. Okay, I want to explain something to you right now. He might have been from Arabia. When you see the word, the, the place called Arabia, the Arabia, Arabia is also a place where Paul went to get by himself with the Lord, where him and the Lord had time together, where they went and spent, you know, spent time with the Lord. And, and I've, I heard uh, our pastor, our pastor at our church preach on Arabia one time a couple years ago. Loved that sermon because it's talking about, you know, you can go to Arabia. Okay, and what I mean by you can go get along with the Lord. Okay, you can't make somebody go with you. That is your own choice, and I and I like to refer to that sometimes. When I go get along with the Lord, I'm going to Arabia. I can't. I like to bring you with me, but I can't make you come with me. But I can go by myself and be alone with the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And have that deep conversation with God. Be in deep prayer and and study God, study His Word, and really commune with God. You know what I'm saying? So when you look at Arabia there, I thought you might like that little tidbit there. For me, when I look at Arabia, I'm thinking about getting along with the Lord and going by myself and 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 become, you know, commune with Him on a deeper level. And when I say deeper level, I mean really just be in prayer and reading His Word and just let Him allow Him to speak to me and everything. And I and like I said, you know, Paul went to Arabia to be alone with the Lord, and you know, and I like to go to Arabia in my own personal life and knowing that I can be alone with the Lord and talk with him and commune with him. You would love to take people with us, but it's got to be, you know, sometimes you just got to go by yourself. That's where Paul went to be alone. This is where Zopar was from, from Arabia and everything like that. Um, I want to look at some scripture here. I got some questions and we're going to look at some of the scriptures here. How does Zophar describe God's wisdom? If we think of God's wisdom, when we think of God's wisdom, we think, we think, his wisdom is more than our wisdom, right? Does that make sense? His wisdom is more than our wisdom. His wisdom, he's the almighty God. So let's look at 7 through 9 on about God's wisdom. Can you search out the deep things of God? Can you find out the limits of the almighty? So if we look at verse 7, can you search out the deep things of God? Can you find the limits of the Almighty? There is no limits to God, is it? No. In His wisdom, there is no limits. He is the Almighty. Hallelujah. He's the Almighty. They're higher than heaven. What can you do? Deeper than a soul. What, do you, what can you know? They're measures longer than the earth and broader than the sea. If you, if you look at God's wisdom, you know, there is no limits to his wisdom. He's all-knowing, all-powerful God. Hallelujah. He's all-knowing and all-powerful God and everything like that. So when you look at God's wisdom, you look at there is no limits to it. No. He's the almighty God. And, and it's higher than the heavens. It's deeper than the soul. You know, the measure's longer than the earth. If you look how big his earth is, that's how saying that's kind of as measure, you know, like that. And broader than the sea. If you look at the sea and how big it is and, and everything like that. There is no limits to God's wisdom. There is none. God's all-knowing and all-powerful God. He knows everything about us. Hallelujah. He knows everything, each and every one of us. If He knows the hairs on your head, He knows all about you, right? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Now, if we look at verses 10 and 11, Zophar asks the question 10 and 11. If he passes by imprisonment and gathers to judgment, then who can hinder him? 
for he knows deceitful men, he sees wickedness also. Okay? So if you look at right there, if you look at those two questions, okay, if he passes by imprisonment and gathers to judgment, okay, we know the judgment of God, right? Then who can hinder him? No one, right? For he knows deceitful men and sees his, he all he sees wickedness also. Who will he not consider it? If you look at there, God knows everything. He sees all. He knows the wickedness of the people. He knows what he knows what people are doing. He sees the wickedness also. He sees he sees us as Christians. Okay, he sees us as righteous, living for God, and sees us. And Paul call, Paul calls us saints in the Word, and the in the New Testament, Paul calls Christians saints. So us saints. Now, when you think of saints, I know you're thinking of, uh, like, Catholic stuff, like Mary, um, uh, no, well, well, yeah, like Mary, but also Mother Teresa, remember her back a long time ago? Uh, you probably think of something like that, but Christians are saints, too. That's what Paul called Christians in the New Testaments and everything like that. So he sees us, sees us living for him, but he also sees the wickedness. Yes, he does. He sees all the wickedness. Don't he consider it too? He sees all. Hallelujah. If you look at verses 13 through 15, how can this be good advice for all people? Let's read this together. If you would prepare your heart and stretch out your hands toward him, if iniquity were in your hand and you put it far away and would not let the wickedness dwell in your tents, okay? Then surely you you could lift up your face without spot. Yes, you can be steadfast and be and, be, and not fear. If you look at that right there, okay? That is that is good advice. If we will prepare our hearts for God, if we will prepare our hearts, okay, and stretch out our hands toward Him, give Him glory, and prepare our hearts to live for Him, live for God in our lives, and prepare our hearts for Him, and allow Him to be the Lord and personal Savior of our life, allow God, allow Jesus to be our Lord and personal Savior, and ask forgiveness of sins, prepare our hearts for Him, lift our hands toward Him, hallelujah, then if Nicky was in hand, you would put it away, wouldn't you? Anything wrong, anything bad, you would put it away, wouldn't you? Yeah. Okay, I'm getting a little excited here. And then surely you can lift up your face without spot. You, surely, if you will prepare your hearts, lift your hands toward heaven and live for him. And when you lift up your face toward him, you have no spot or blemish. Hallelujah. You'll be pure as white as snow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And then surely you can lift up your face without spot. Yes, you can be steadfast and not fear. You can live steadfast and not fear in this day and time. Hallelujah. If we can lift our hands toward heaven, prepare our hearts for God, live for him in this day and time, and prepare our hearts for him. Job prepared his heart, didn't he? Job had his heart prepared for him, for living for God. If everything he went through, he still could praise God. He could still look toward heaven. And he still know who God is in his life. Think about this. It's like, I want us to think about this question. You can answer your own personal way. How do you feel about God in your life? Think about that for a minute. How do you feel about God in your life today? And I want you, I want you, to, I want you to think about that question. And what, and what I mean by that question is, how do you feel about the things of God? How do you feel about God in your life? How, how do you feel about going to church? How do you feel about reading his word? How do you feel about praying and everything like that? And just think about that. Let that sink in. And then I hope, then 
then the question, you know, then the way I can answer is I love God. I love him being the Lord of my life. I love serving him. I love being his word. I love going to his church. I love praying and commune with him every day and meditate upon God and everything like that. So because I know who God is, okay? Job knew who God is. Now, you got to remember now, Job knew who God is by studying the word and hearing him, you know, reading the word and, and everything like that here in the Old Testament. But as I talk later on the next podcast to end this thing, I want to tell you what he really said about God. He knows who God is. We know who God is, right? We know he's up in heaven. He's the creator of all things. We go to church. We hear his sir, you know, we hear the sermons. We sing the songs and everything. But it's that personal relationship that we have with him. That we have with him. How do you feel about the things of God in your life? It's that personal relationship that you have with him that the way you can answer that question. And just think about that question. Think about the good things of God in your life. Think about the good things in your life. And the good things, like John said in the book of John in in the New Testament, is John said all good things come from above. All good things come from heaven. So think about the good things in your life and knowing they come from God. Yes. They did. They come from God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So so remember, guys, don't think as a tr- trick question. Please, please don't take it as a trick question. I want you just to examine your personal life. Look at your own personal life and where does God stand in your life? Is he top priority? Is he midway or is he bottom low? If he's bottom low and midway, let's make him top priority. And how to make him top priority is by studying his word, praying to him, living for him like you're listening to this podcast today and, and you're getting to know, you know, we're in the word together and, and explaining scripture and everything to you and teaching you scripture and everything. So so you're on the right track in the right path. Hallelujah. But remember, it's a self-examination, not a yes or no question, not a trick question, not to make you goof up or anything or anything like that. It's nothing to trip you up. It's just a self-examination question. Always remember that. And hey, from time to time, I gotta take those self-examination question myself. Because I'm gonna tell you something. You can life can get so busy, things can get you go. We all got 24 hours, okay? We all have the same 24 hours. But how do we prioritize that 24 hours? That's up to us. How do we take that 24 hours in a day? And how much do we spend time for God? Okay? Just think about that question in your life today. And then 17 through 19 is what would cause someone to look for, for you for help? And your life would be brighter than noonday. Though you were dark, you would be like the morning. And you would be secure because there is hope. Yes, you would. Yes, you dig around you and take your rest in safety. You would also lie down and no one would make you afraid. Yes, many would count your favor. But the eyes of the So in those scriptures right there, what would cause someone to look for you for help? Okay? Because we read of these skeptics, 17 through 19, and your life would be brighter than noonday. When you live for God, people knows who you are, okay? I want you to remember that. Why would people look for you? Why would they look to you? It's like I tell people all the time. When you live for God, people knows who you are, okay? I want you to think about that for your own personal self. How many times... Have somebody come to you and say, will you pray for me? Will you pray for that situation? Will you help me pray about this? 
And we always, yes, yes, that's our response. Yes, I'll pray for you. Because the reason why they come to you, because they know who you are in God. They know the relationship that you have with God, and your life is showing it. I mean, it says right here, and your life would be brighter than noonday. Through you were dark, you would be like the morning, and you would be secure because there is hope. They know who you have hope in. They know your life. They know who you are because your life is a living example. They see the security that you have in God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Always remember, guys, when I'm talking in tongues, I'm that's the Holy Ghost talking, okay? I'm Pentecostal. I'm from the church. I'm an ordained bishop in the church of God out of Cleveland, Tennessee. And sometimes the Holy Ghost will just hit when I'm teaching. So I want you to remember that's biblical. It's from the book of Acts. I want you to always remember that. But if you look at right here now is why people will come to you because they know who you are. They know who you have hope in. They know the security that you have in God. They see your relationship that you have with God. They know who you are today. And that, my friend, that, my friend, is why they come to you, okay? Because they know who you are in God. I want to read this right here, 17 through 19, one more time, just to give you that encouragement. And your life would be brighter than noonday. Through you were dark, and you would be like the morning. And you was, and you would be secure because there is hope. Yes, you would dig around you and take in your rest in safety. You would also lie, lie down. You also would lie down, and no one would make you afraid. Yes, Many will count you favor. Many will count you favor. And that's it. You have the favor of God in your life. That is why people will come to you because they know who you are in God. You have your hope in God. You have your safety in Him. They see that your life and who they are. They see the favor of God in your life. The way you carry yourself. The way the confidence that you have when you talk about the Lord. And you know who God is in your life here. So if you look at Zophar today and you... Look at him. Look at the questions that he had here today. Okay. Look at the different areas we talked about is knowing who we are in God. Does God, God sees everything in the wisdom of God and everything like that. And it's just like God knew everything about what Job's going through. He saw Job. He saw how Job reacted. Okay. He saw how Job reacted. And that's another thing too. How do you react to things? People watches how you react to things. And ever how you react to them is the way you're going to have, present your Christian testimony, what God has done for you. So as you look here today, so application of today's podcast would be this right here. Walk in the Lord. Walk in His favor today. Hallelujah. Be, have that confidence in God today. Look at Zophar and look at these verses right here, the questions that he had, and apply those questions to your life. Hallelujah. When people see you, let them see the love of God in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this is like I did on my devotion this past week. I did a, a, one of the devotions that I read was a showing grace, showing showing the love of God everywhere we go. Show God's love to everywhere. I can't encourage that enough. Show God's love to everywhere you go, and you will see how God will use you in a special way. And as you look right here today, prepare your heart for the Lord today. Keep your heart prepared for Him. Stretch out your hand and give Him glory. But remember, yes, many would count you favor. Many would count you favor. They see the favor of God in your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So today, keep living for God. Be faithful to Him and live for Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Well, let's end this. Let's end our podcast in prayer and ask God to touch us right now. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray who's ever listening to this podcast right now. I pray, Lord, you just be with him for your glory. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you just let him take his podcast, apply it to life, and grow in the relationship with you, Father. Lord, we thank you for this day that you've blessed us with. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for how you've been with us today, Lord. Lord, help us to Take our relationship and grow with you daily, Lord. Touch our needs, whatever need we have. I pray, Lord, you touch the people's needs right now. Whatever need I have, touch it for your glory. And we thank you, Lord, because you're doing the work as we speak. And we thank you, Father God. And we thank you, Lord. And we thank you for touching us today, Lord. Lord, just be with us right now and give a good Bless the rest of our day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, thank you for listening to our podcast today. I hope you've enjoyed our episode today. Like I said, next week we will finish out Job. On our next podcast, we will finish out Job, and Job will be done. And then I'm going to go back to do, I'm going to bring back the series, What the Bible Says About. Then we'll do some topical for a little bit. And then I might go in to finish out the season with the holiday ones about um I like to do Bible stories. I like to do character stories and stuff like that and and apply characters to our lives. So that's how we'll finish up the 2020 year, just a little overview of what I'm thinking about and everything. So I uh, hope you've enjoyed our podcast today. Thank you for thank you for listening. Thank you for take, to, taking time of your busy schedule to listen to podcasts. If you're listening to podcasts today, hit the subscribe button so you know when new episodes come out. Also, if you like it, hit the like button. Never have your list. Leave us a comment or leave us stars. Leave us some five stars. Love to uh, and tell me how much you like the show on what you're listening on and everything. I get those feedbacks back and I praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you for being faithful. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And I hope it's been a blessing to you today. You can always go to our Facebook page, Words of Encouragement by Adrian Raymond. Here our podcast. See some preaching, teaching videos and some things I've written and everything there too. So I always have an encouragement there with you. So always remember, uh, you can go on Instagram and look at Adrian Raymond. I have some videos there uh some you know some personal stuff of mine but also some teaching preaching videos over there too so instagram i don't have the podcast on instagram it's all video based so over there uh you can also go to encouragement tunes and then in the next while i've got one episode up i'm I'm working on another episode now christian cartoon for kids i really wanted to do some encouragement tune for the kids out there and i like to put them on youtube and go to our youtube page on uh, encouragement tunes and hit the subscribe button you'll know when every new cartoon comes available we're doing a series now um pastor adrian's adventures and uh and through creation and we're talking a little bit about god's creation there so if you would check out on youtube also you can check out uh adrian ramey ministries and you can also see our um teaching preaching videos on youtube too and i got two channels going there so well i appreciate you listening i hope you have a blessed day and remember god loves you and jesus down the cross for your sins have a blessed day